All right, I'm Dan, and welcome to the Stage Fright Podcast, where we talk mental health while working in creative industries. Today on the show, I'm talking about low self-esteem. Okay, I'm just going to say it straight up. All films should be an hour and 20 minutes long. I wrote a load of stand-up material the other day, and I fucking loved it. Shall I read one out? All right, I'll read. I never had anyone there to watch me. I rarely do at gigs, to be honest, with a valid reason why. It's because of the word playing. But I've always had this regret of not speaking at my granddad's funeral. Yeah, I found it. Shall I read it out? You learn a lot about yourself when you're having a bad day, though, don't you? I think everyone should do that. Everyone should do, like, at the end of the week, think, what am I proud of myself this week? Question one. Do you think AI will actually take over? You know what? I really do. And I don't know if it's an age thing, but venues are loud now. Or you watch a Netflix thing, and all the talking tree really quiet like this. And then something will happen, and it'll go massively loud. And you're like, what the fuck just happened? Avocado shit, innit? UK or American office? UK, baby. Big time. You're listening to the Stage Fright Podcast. Hello, everyone. <laughs> How are you all doing? You good? Um, what shall we talk about today? <laughs> right, for regular listeners of the pod, I still haven't got rid of my chair. <laughs> so you're still going to hear a lot of that, which is really fucking annoying. Do you know how much chairs are? Fucking hell. Like a Herman Miller chair. Like a nice studio chair. Mate, it's like 300 quid. Oh, I mean, to be fair, I do spend a lot of time sitting down in it. <laughs> so it's probably worth it. I wonder if I can get a sponsor for the podcast. This episode is sponsored by Herman Miller. <laughs> Imagine that. Okay, I'm just going to say it straight up. All films should be an hour and 20 minutes long. Shouldn't they? All films. Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, they should all be an hour and 20. There's no excuse for them to go over an hour and 20 minutes. Whenever I see a film, I'm like, oh, that looks interesting. Yeah, you'd go on two and a half hours. I'm like, fucking no. Get, I tell you what, get rid of eight of the storylines in there. Just keep two, the main two. Fuck off all the rest. The same with, actually, the same with Netflix series. I'm just going <laughs> to fucking come out the gates running this one, aren't we? Netflix series. We all know how it's going to end. It's going to be 10 episodes, an hour each, and they're always going to end it on a cliffhanger so they can get funding for series two, and it pisses me off. It really pisses me off. There's about three sub like subplots in there that you don't need to know about. Ooh, what's the neighbour's cat up to? Who gives a fuck? Who cares? Just get to the story. Hour and 20, mate. Be done. Then we can all get on with our lives. <sighs> I felt good to get off my chest. <laughs> so lately i've been struggling a little bit with low self-esteem like i just feel a bit sort of not worthy of kind of what i'm doing do you ever get that and you feel like not in like i guess not in like a not sexy kind of way because well that's been for fucking years <laughs> but like just in a not kind of good enough to do my job kind of way so whenever uh, a new job comes in or someone asks me to set up their guitar and i always think oh fuck can i do this and then I, I do it and it's fine. I finish the job in about two hours or whatever. It's done in about an hour and 20. I'm sorry, I just had a, I just had a pot noodle, like a fake pot noodle. It was all right. I can't remember what it was called. Um, yeah, so I've just been feeling like a little bit low self-esteem lately. Like sort of, I'm kind of not really worthy to to be here. And that sounds really bleak. I don't mean... I don't really mean that to sound so bleak. What do I mean? 
What do I mean? I've always found it hard to sort of open up. And I think people close to me know that. I've, I've had drummers in the past say to, you know, say to Elliot, does Dan actually like what we're doing? And Elliot kind of knows how I am anyway, but I always feel like I'm a bit closed. I'm a bit like a closed book a lot of the time. And I think this podcast, is, it does kind of help me air that sort of stuff out, which is quite nice. Yeah. Maybe I just need to be a bit more open. But anyway, patreon.com forward slash Dan Parkinson Music for advert-free, higher quality and early access to the Stage Fright podcast. What did I do the other day? So I wrote a load of stand-up material the other day and I fucking loved it. It was so good. I, the, the thrill of just writing it down was so good. It was so funny. It was about my nan, about my late nan. Um, she was such a funny woman. I'm not going to do the bit now because be, it's out of context, but I'm, I wrote this down and I thought, wow, I've got like 10 minutes of material here. This is fucking amazing. Great. And I remember Ricky Gervais on a podcast once saying that he went on holiday and um, when he was away, he managed to write 40 minutes of stand-up. And I was like, wow, 40 minutes. Because 40 minutes of stand-up is a long time. Normally on a stand-up gig, you do five, six minutes, you get, and then that's your bit. So I was writing this down and I was like, wow, I've got about 10 minutes of material here. This is amazing. This is great. And I thought back to Ricky Gervais, 40 minutes. And I was like, cool. And when I got to the studio, I performed it. I like, you know, performed it as I would, (laughs) as I would a a gig. It was 45 seconds long. (laughs) 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 And I was like, ah, shit shit i need way more stuff <laughs> but the actual the the writing of the stand-up was i loved it i absolutely loved it it was so fun i've got so much stand-up on my on my phone like stuff i've written years ago i wonder if i can find some and i just remember going back and seeing like the first jokes i ever wrote like you know 10 11 years ago it's in a hidden folder in my uh phone it's just got it's just a hidden folder called stand-up <laughs> Uh, yeah I'm reading it now (laughs) oh that's funny this means nothing to you guys should I read one out all right I'll read what's a good little one to uh (laughs) I can't read that out where's the bit I wrote the other day um yeah no I can't really read them out because they won't really they won't really um make sense (laughs) that's what you're listening to now you're listening to me read my own jokes and laughing at my own jokes oh that's funny oh yeah i did i did one about board games i did one about football chants and one about my nan and kev my mate kev i don't have a mate called kev but for the purpose of this joke he's called kev oh mate (laughs) that's so funny okay all right i'll read one out right i've got a fairy tale the prince asked the princess will you marry me and the princess replied no and the prince lived happily ever after (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's a lovely little joke um you can't nick that now because it's copywritten (laughs) all right Anyway, that's enough stand-up. But yeah, the point of that story was um, I wrote a load of stand-up about my nan and my mum 
and uh i loved it i absolutely loved just just writing it because i'd never really understood how to write stand up like how do you write a joke and i just wrote it as if i was speaking it so i'd write every little pause everything in there and then obviously the more you perform it the more you kind of hone that craft in and, and fine-tune it um but yeah i loved it right what else has been going on oh, i played some gigs with mark burford uh had a had a good couple of days last week where i had a rehearsal with mark and his band and then i had a video shoot with james martin for something he's doing then i had a rehearsal with a girl and i was supposed to play car fest with her and then on the day she got really sick so um yeah we, we didn't end up doing it in the end but then i ended up playing car fest with mark burford anyway um but i was supposed to kind of play car fest twice on the saturday and the sunday with a girl called lucy but yeah she got really sick like proper ill so um yeah she she called it off and then i felt so i was practicing her stuff in the day and i was just going to meet her at car fest and then i get the call from her saying she can't do it and i was like oh that's sad so i text the stage manager and said do you want you know because there's 45 minutes there that you're going to miss out on do you want me to just come up and do a slot i know i like i'm sort of a nobody but do you want me to just come up and do it do a slot anyway so i started practicing my own stuff and seeing what you know i I could fill a set out with and it's amazing how many songs you forget that you can play (laughs) when you're under pressure and then uh, in the end she phoned me back and she said no it's cool we're going to push everyone an extra 10 minutes so it was fine so it's good you know that was kind of okay fine and then um i went and played two gigs at car fest with mark burford which is which is awesome played with his band in the day on the wigwam stage um and that was really fun his songs are so good they're so they're so accessible they're so f- like festival friendly songs do you know what i mean by that like once you hear the chorus he's got everyone singing along and the band are great like dan on guitar and mike on drums We've got laura on vocals she just does backing vocals it's a really nice vibe there's no bass player so i fill in all the bass notes on the keys yeah it was just a, it was a lovely gig it's just a lovely time they had all their kids there and their wives there it was super nice i never had anyone there to watch me Hmm. I rarely do it gigs to be honest it's like because it's like a job you kind of you know if your mate was a manager at McDonald's would you go and, <laughs> would you go and watch him <laughs> uh, but yeah and then later on that night me and Mark went and played um Camp Chris which is sort of like a uh, after party for the festival sort of celebrities go up there and just like hang out and celebrate the end of the festival and it's uh, chris evans's thing so there was like rob riding up there ricky wilson is his name from the kaisers yeah it was it was a really cool vibe and it was just me and him and we were just he was made he just makes it up as he goes along so he's doing covers and he'll start playing and he's in like he tunes his guitar differently so it's a it's what's called a whole step down so when he's playing a g chord it's actually an f chord because it's it's lower so i'm watching his hands trying to like work out okay he's playing a g so so for, so for that's for me that's an f and you're kind of like work, working out on the fly i kind of love it i kind of like the beauty of that of just like wing it and we'll just sort of what's the word what's the phrase flying on the seat of our pants or whatever it's called is that the phrase oh, i'll probably get messages about that but yeah i kind of love it i kind of love that that's the whole you know the emma swift thing where i turned up and the first time we ever played was on stage so i kind of like it really nice you're kind of out of your comfort zone but in a nice way and everyone was dancing having a good time and everyone's just looking at mark anyway because he's pretty attractive so um <laughs> so that, that's what, that sort of takes the pressure off a little bit <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm just going to take a quick break from the show to tell you about my Patreon, where for the price of half a coffee a month, you will get early ad-free versions of the podcast in a higher quality, as well as a load of behind-the-scenes photos and audio that I've been told to say are NSFW? 
which I don't know what it means, but people have it on their OnlyFans account. Apparently, I, I, I don't know, I've been, I've been told that. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash Dan Parkinson Music. You can also get the app on your phone so you can listen to my voice wherever you may be. My Patreon has a pay-what-you-can scheme where all tiers are the same. The aim of this is to have more Patreons paying the smaller fee a month and not pricing people out, which in turn will pay for the show and help it run and run until the end of time. (laughs) Anyway, let's get back to the show. I shot a video for Drew and Dave's band, friend of the pod Drew Lowe and friend of the pod Dave Allen with... uh, with Mike, their singer. They've got a band called Uncle Dave's Biscuit Barrel and they asked me to go and film a video, like a music video for them. So I went down there, brought a load of cameras and shot this video and it was super fun. It was just really nice working with them and we were, we were having something to eat and Dave said, do you know what it is about playing music that people don't see it as a real job? You know, they try and um, not belittle it, but they, they sort of see it as, oh, oh, it's fun to do anyway, so you must love doing it, so you'll do it for, you know, next to nothing. You know, that's some people's view and that's fine. And Dave, Dave came up with a, with a valid reason why it's because of the word playing. When you say, oh, I'm playing a gig later. Playing. I'm not working, I'm playing. You're not working a gig, you're playing a gig. Oh, I've got to go play guitar at rehearsals. Play, you play guitar. And I think it's that. And that, that was a real, real eye-opener. Like, oh yeah, maybe we should change the word playing to something. Nah, it's fun, isn't it? <laughs> it's fun, though. <laughs> right. I'll tell you what. I've been thinking about this lately. My granddad passed away a few years ago and my nan asked me to speak at his funeral and I wrote a speech and for some reason it just didn't happen. I was there kind of like at the funeral ready to go and it didn't happen and instead the, what's the woman at the front called at a funeral? Sermon? It wasn't like a religious thing so it wasn't like a priest or whatever, priestess. (laughs) Um, But I wrote this whole speech and it was funny, it was lovely and I never got a chance to to read it out and I've always regretted not just because she what she did is she said now we're going to have two minutes of silence for Alf my granddad's name was Adolphus how cool is that I mean bit close to Adolf (laughs) (laughs) but yeah I I sort of I've always had this regret of not speaking at my granddad's funeral and there's something really like unsettling about that and I've got the speech somewhere on my phone uh probably (laughs) I can stand up routine (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, i've got the speech somewhere so i could read it out um i might read it out on the next pod i'll see what you guys reckon but do you reckon i should read out my granddad's i might yeah let me find it let me actually find it it might make me um it might make me tear up uh, i don't know if i'll be able to find it i found it yeah, i found it shall i read it out why has my voice done that <laughs> yeah let's do it so this is this is for my granddad, and I never got the chance to say it at his funeral. By the way, I don't know how funny this is going to be, or how shit this is going to be. My name's Dan, and I'm Alf's grandson. Not by blood, but when you're told that as a kid, it doesn't really matter. When you're younger and your parents say, here's your nan and granddad, and you go, cool. And here in Ireland, here's your other nan and granddad, and you go, cool. And in London, there's your other granddad, and you go, Cool. Three granddads. <laughs> the only problem was trying to pick between three different football teams. I went with Charlton in the end. You have to say Charlton Athletic FC because most people think they're called Charlton Athletic Nil. <laughs> <laughs> Granddad took me to play golf every week when I was younger. I remember the first time I made it onto the green. I was so excited. I ran up to putt the ball without even thinking. I swung, took the shot and missed. 
and I turned around and I saw Grandad walking up the fairway, shaking his head, going, You bloody idiot! Take your time, assess the situation, relax, then take the shot. That one mistake by me was one of the biggest life lessons I still live by today. Patience. I'm a music producer now, so I have to deal with a lot of musicians that can't play the parts and I have to wait, patiently, until they get it right. My granddad was a hard worker, always looked after my nan, always out in the garden. The last time I went to visit in the hospital, some days were good, some days were bad. He was mumbling a lot on the bad days, quite incoherent, which was hard to see from a man that spent, you know, a lot of his life grafting. So I asked him about what jobs he used to do and what he was doing in the war, etc. And he just started trying to talk, struggling with some words. And I sat there listening patiently. (laughs) The last thing he said before I left the hospital that day was, if it rains, it rains. If it thunderstorms, it thunderstorms. Doesn't matter. I'll just go to sleep. (laughs) So thank you, Grandad Alf, for the best life lesson I ever had. That was it. That was the uh, speech I never got to say at my granddad's funeral. <laughs> I'm glad I said it. I'm glad I wrote it. I'm going to put some music under it. Some slip or something. <laughs> oh, I'll see how that comes out in the edit. Oh, granddad. Um, right. I've had a couple of bad days recently, like off days. It might sound trivial, but I think we're having our kitchen done and the house is like a building site and it took me back to when I first moved into the studio and I couldn't see... I couldn't see the final thing and I was wondering, have I made the right decision, you know? So all those feelings of just like, you know, dust and that kind of kind of came back to me. And I just had a f- off kind of few days and... <laughs> Reading that um, thing from my granddad is... <laughs> it's cheered me up. <laughs> oh. You learn a lot about yourself when you're having a bad day, though, don't you? I was thinking... I was thinking of doing a music recommendation section on this pod and then putting them in a playlist on Spotify, which you'll find in the link to this, but I think my music recommendation for today will be Frightened Rabbit swim until you can't see the land beautiful song and i've got john trimmer to thank for that band for introducing me to that band and they still mean a lot to me today which reminds me i used to go do his podcast john's got a podcast he had a podcast john and um craig i used to work with in game station they got a podcast about um about only fools and horses and they use my tv jams for it but now they've got a new one about breaking bad and uh they want me to go on and talk about it because i've seen all the breaking bad you know i got through it it was it was fine um but they want me to go on and talk about that and they love it but i'm just going to go on and say it should have been an hour and 20 minutes long (laughs) (laughs) breaking bad in an hour and 20 minutes oh the microphone peaked then sorry
Uh, compression sort out yeah i'm gonna have a music recommendations thing so frightened rabbit swimming so you can't see the land i'll just do it song by song and i'll, I'll make a playlist i'll put the playlist link in this description yeah what's next i guess let's do let's do a couple of questions but before we do the questions just think to yourself what are you proud of yourself for this week i think everyone should do that everyone should do like at the end of the week think what am i proud of myself this week i think i'm quite proud of You know what, I'm proud of saying my granddad's speech. Yeah, because I never got to do it. Patience. Right, Sam, take it away. Okay, question one. Do you think AI will actually take over? You know what? I really do. <laughs> I 100% do. I mean, we've gone from MIDI instruments, so you don't need a drummer. You know, in quotes, you do need a drummer, obviously. But the next stage is you can tell an AI machine to play all of Echo Vandal's guitar parts, and it'll just play them. Probably better than I've ever played them. <laughs> yeah, 100% AI is going to take over, and it's going to be fucking shit. It's going to be fucking shit. It's going to be cheap for the people making the stuff, but not very good for creatives and artists and session guys and all that kind of mix engineers. There's going to be a plugin soon where you open up Pro Tools and click mix and Pro Tools will just mix the session for you. It'll, it'll sus suss out all the frequencies that don't need to be there and what clash. And it's only a matter of literally probably a matter of months until that comes out and we're all fucked. <laughs> Question two, do you like gorillas? Yes, I do like gorillas. I don't know if I prefer them to blur. I do like blur. But gorillas do have a few amazing songs. In a world where children are in ear defenders and venues are being closed with noise abatement orders, is it time for the music industry to turn down the volume a little bit? If so, will the boys with the B big rigs enjoy this? I guess with the will the boys with the bit with the big rigs enjoy this. You know what? And I don't know if it's an age thing, but venues are loud now. And I think everything could just be just taken down just by like 10 db 10 decibels fine the problem is in the smaller venues everyone complains that they can't hear the vocals they can't hear the vocals because the cymbals are too loud and everything's just fighting with the cymbals so you're just getting drums are just taking over everything but i think everything's too loud anyway you go to the cinema and it's so fucking loud or you watch a netflix thing and all the talking's really really quiet like this and then something will happen and it'll go massively loud and you're like what the fuck just happened and i know they do that for effect but there must be a way of turning that off there was a, a rumor a couple of weeks ago that you could actually turn that off but i can't work out how to do it can't work it out best piece of advice you've taken from someone on the pod that's a good question actually i think the general consensus with the pod is i love that other people are calling it the pod now i love that is be kind to yourself and I'm not. I mean, it, I started off this podcast whinging about having low self-esteem. Like, I'm not kind to myself. You know what I mean? I think overall, if you be kind, if you be kind to yourself, you'll be all right. <laughs> I mean, don't go like murder a kid and then be kind to yourself because that doesn't count. You've got a, it's sort of a blanket. <laughs> be kind to yourself. Uh, the worst food you've ever eaten? Um, oh fuck knows. Avocado. Avocado shit in it. No, in it though. I always say to Emma that avocado, people eat avocados just to look cool. <laughs> Sorry to any avocados listening out there. It's not the worst thing I've ever eaten. I mean, I'm sure I've eaten a fly or something and that'd be worse. But yeah, avocado. One thing you can't survive without. 
Uh, probably my hearing protection, actually. I have to bring that over. I mean, <laughs> survive. <laughs> okay, I mean, I could survive without it. I wouldn't, like, die if I didn't have it. But, okay, I mean, one thing you can't survive without. All right, air. <laughs> Oxygen. Um, but probably, yeah, probably my hearing protection is the one thing that I have to carry with me all the time. Even going, I went to Thorpe Park with Elliot <laughs> last year. And uh, I had to wear them on the rides because it was just too loud. I just couldn't, just couldn't hack it. Yeah, probably that. Patreon.com forward slash Dan Parkinson Music. UK or American Office? UK, baby. Big time. American's really good, though. The American Office is really good. If you, I mean, you have to watch the first three episodes, but get past the first three episodes of The American Office and it just goes off on its own thing. It's Don't compare it. They're, they're totally different shows. Um, the first episode of The American Office is fucking shit, though. Uh, what's the last song you listened to? I think it was a Fleetwood Mac song. Is a magic. Is it landslide? No. That one. Anyway. Best sandwich filler. Uh ham and coleslaw on Tiger Bread. Alright, last one. Can you get me backstage? <laughs> it must be so much fun back there. Like a constant party. Yeah. If your parties include trying to get a wi-fi signal and uh, upload something to instagram that's pretty much all that happens backstage and <laughs> waiting for the toilet waiting for like natalie and brudia to come out of the toilet <laughs> you're like oh who's in the toilet oh it's fucking natalie and brudia again <laughs> no, i'm joking i'm joking but that's kind of what it is it's not a party it's far from it because when you're touring and you're playing shows you're constantly surrounded by music so you're in the van you're listening to music you're on stage and soundtrack listening to music when you're backstage you just want to sit and play you know nintendo switch or play on your phone or phone your family or whatever you know it's it's not a constant party i remember once bringing emma um on tour for a show and she didn't come backstage but on the way home from the show, we were driving to the hotel and I was like, it's pretty good, this rock and roll lifestyle, isn't it? And she was like, no, it's well boring. I was like, yep, it's super boring because we're just on the fucking autobahn or wherever we were, just sitting in a bus, five people, the same five people. <laughs> Party time, woo! <laughs> um, guys, thank you so much for listening. Yeah, over 3,000 listeners now, which is mad. Isn't that mad? 3,000, that's like a million people. <laughs> Uh, remember to like and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts and uh thank you so much for listening it really means a lot um i've really enjoyed this one today it's been uh it's really perked up my low self-esteem uh thanks for listening um i'll see you in the next one bye